0: channeling spirit virtual summit a platform where we have invited spirit to share messages healings and transmissions with all of us may this energetic experience help us to expand our awareness and to deepen the relationship we have with our higher self our spiritual team and with source however we define them thank you for being here and for taking part in this amazing journey you and welcome to the Channeling Spirit Virtual Summit. My name is Daniel Martinez-Stahl and uh, with me today is or at this session today is Margot Frazier. So um, Margot and I have just recently met as a result of this event as I was organizing this event Um, and I know Margot that you have
1: Just lost you, just lost your, your mic.
0: Sorry, I just, I muted myself as I was doing something. <laughs> um, so um, I know Margot that you've got an agenda of things that you would like to cover and I would invite you to you know follow as much of the agenda as you like, but let's be responsive to what wants to come through in the moment um, yep. as always. And so I would love to just kind of start by having you introduce yourself to us, and then we can kind of go from there.
2: Sure. Hi, everyone. It's great to have you all here. Um, Just a little bit about me. I'm a certified intuitive strategist through Academy for the Soul. I'm also a master teacher with Academy for the Soul and a certified human design professional. And... um, I really support people in awakening to their own magic through the magic of nature. I work with the beings of love, light, service, and power that are here to support um, raising consciousness on this earth plane and Channeling the the beautiful celestial and terrestrial earth energies, um, weaving those into your being to support you and support your environments, which is what we're going to get into today, um, because we often forget about the impact that our things, our environment has on us and um, how it can cre- be creating some interference energies. So yeah, I'm super excited to be here, Daniel. Thanks for inviting me and um, yeah. Excellent. Get into it.
0: Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> and so let's begin by having you talk to us a little bit about what does channeling mean for you? What does that represent both personally and professionally?
2: Yeah, personally and professionally for me, it's being a facilitator of the energies that want to come through to support someone that channeling is, um, gosh, it's a way of speaking to spirit in a number of different ways, the spirit of the individual, the spirit of the home, and then could be the spirit of the plants, the spirit of the trees, the land, the stars, um, so many different ways. There's so many energies from mm, different realms that want to communicate with us, that want to harmonize with us. And um, so, yeah, it's me facilitating, in this case, professionally, um, those energies in coming in to support an individual. And often when they come in, they are really have always been part of your essence or part of the home's essence that just want to be reawakened um, to that magic that's within you.
0: And so this brings up something that I want to uh, kind of uh, focus on or emphasize. And it reminds me of a time when I was speaking with a friend of mine years ago when I was living in Singapore, and she had the ability to speak with the spirit of everything and she would tell me that she would have conversations with the grass or with the stone tablet that was on her wall in her kitchen or and she would just talk to me about conversations that she would have with the spirits of all of these inanimate objects and the reason that I bring this up is because most of us believe that spirit is within sentient beings and that's not actually true um in fact i just had a situation where one of my colleagues uh shared with us that in a spiritual regression session her the person she was working with ended up going back to another former life former life in quotes as a stone and she was like how can this happen you know and and so i want to bring this up because um, especially given the, the subject of your conversation, I would love to have people better understand that every single object that exists is associated with a spirit of some sort. And if you could talk to that, that would be amazing.
2: Yeah, everything has an energy, um, even in human design, for those who are familiar with it, it shows you your energetic wiring. Anatomic objects have a design. It's actually a design of universal love. <laughs> everything carries that within them everything is comprised of the elements at its foundation you know air earth water fire Um, and so those elemental energies everything has its elemental as well Um, our home does we do we have our personal elementals um, and yeah we can connect in with those energies we can learn to have conversations to intuit those frequencies that are in there Um, But sometimes there's a distortion too of those energies. So if we think about things we have in our home that have gone through processing of some sort, they all originated from some raw resource that we have here on earth. And so as they go through that processing um, and people are interacting with them and and handling them and transforming those raw materials into some final product, those things are picking up the energy from those people, from those places as well. So we need to consider that. So there's the, the core essence of that rock of that tree. It's Deva, it's overall spirit, it's elementals that work with it. Um, But one of the things that I work with as well and are tuning to is what are the distortions that have come in, you know, a product was made and someone was having a big argument right there in the space at that time, and that gets imbued into that object or that home or that space. So it's just another little piece to bring in around that.
0: what are your thoughts on and i'm gonna kind of put you a little bit on the spot because i've been and so i thank you for the opportunity for me to be able to challenge you a little bit Um, i i've been playing with an understanding of so let me kind of go to a different direction i Love minerals and stones and gems and crystals. I've got a little collection next to me of things that I that I I I like um, and play with. And we've always been invited to clear the energy of these by putting them in the sun, putting them in salt, various things like that. Um, and I recognize the intention behind that. And there's an element where I'm thinking, do I need to do the same thing with my iPhone when I buy a new iPhone? Do I need to put it out in the sun? Do I need to, you know, so there's all these things of, and, and I can, I can get really obsessed with the idea of clearing the energies. And what I'm, what I want to introduce is an alternative to getting so caught up in the specifics of having to clear every single possible energy that exists and that could potentially be distorted or could potentially harm me or could potentially, because I think that can create a lot of overwhelm. And I also feel like there's a misunderstanding there and where I'm leaning more towards, and I would love to get your thoughts on this. What I'm leaning more towards is when I have a very clear intention within my experience of life, And within that experience, I'm in a position where I am, I don't like the idea of protection. And I know other speakers have also mentioned this as well. The idea of protection has all kinds of connotations, which just do not resonate with me, but I love the idea of creating filters. And so the idea of creating filters that allows in loving, healing, supportive energy, um, I, I, I lean more towards that direction. And so if I have a strong intention and I have strong filters that are focused on and are inviting, loving, supporting energy, how does this influence or how does this affect objects that I purchase or that I bring into my life that have quote unquote distorted energies? What do you think?
2: Yeah, so first of all, in terms, because I want to pick up on something you said about protection and you have to define, right? We have to be careful about how we're defining these things. So if you're thinking of protection as, I'm going to put up a big shield, and (laughs) right? That's not a good use of energy. Protection can come in the form and just what you're talking about as a filter, but also in the frequency. So as we're, Upleveling, leveling let's say, ourselves as we're going through our path and inviting more love and light into our beings, that in itself is providing protection because it gets harder and harder for the lower level energies to be able to resonate to that frequency, right? So it's harder for that to happen. When I work with the energies of a home, um, there's kind of a structure I see that I'm looking for Um, The way that it's shown to me, and everybody will have, you know, different healers will have their different ways they're looking at, but I see almost like for us, a central column, I want to see a strong central pillar, a grounding cord, I want to see it grounded, is the home grounded or not, and healthy boundaries for that home. And so I'm checking on those things and part of the clearing work is actually supporting the home in understanding how to do self clearing, helping the spirit of the home understand how to do that process. Sometimes it's been disconnected. The earth energies are amazing. Mother Gaia is an amazing transformational being. You just have to look out in nature and see how transformative she is. But our homes, our spaces often are built in a way that's not honoring to the land that these structures are built on. And um, they become disconnected from that ability to evoke that transformational process. So kind of going off on a bit of a tangent here or or a sideways, I guess, look at um, what you're talking about, but you can have the energy of your home support clearing the things as they're coming in to the home.
0: I love that. I absolutely love that. And I totally resonate with what you said about as we expand our awareness and as we connect more with our, energetic self that in and of itself will shift the experience around us and shift the energy around us and i love that and when i i just recently moved into an apartment and what i ended up doing and this will lead into into hopefully what what you want to share as well what i ended up doing was imagining the foundation of my apartment, connecting down to the core of Mother Earth. I then created a connection from my apartment up to Father Sky, so that there was a flow of energy through the apartment. I then connected with the apartment itself and invited the apartment to maintain a flow of energy between its walls and Mother Earth. And then I invited the apartment to ping me if it ever needs reinforcement that it cannot do on its own. And that's this is what I ended up doing as, as I moved into the apartment. I was like, okay, I have no idea what's been in here before. I did the, you know, the sage burning and I did all of the kind of traditional things that that we hear a lot yeah. of people doing. But I wanted to personally invest myself in appreciating the space that i'm now living in appreciating the space that is now protecting me that is guarding me that is housing me and i wanted to get involved in that and and um so that's what i did and still do like when i'm in my little meditation i periodically check in with my apartment and i just kind of say hey you know you know let's connect to mother earth again let's you know let's let's revisit this idea of of moving of energy Um, so
2: yeah this flow has to happen and you want to invite that light in and you also want to be inviting it to clear out what's there right sensing into what might have been in the land that seeped up into the home, if there's anything lower level there, what's in the space, you know, did someone have a big argument in that space, a previous owner, right, or or there was a death or something happened. I mean, I worked with, um, oh gosh, I was working with someone where I I had worked with her on her healthy boundaries, but then it was just like your boundaries are still working too hard and it's because of the home's energy. Her boundaries are trying to support the boundaries of the home because they were depleted. And as we were doing some clearing on this land, it was like there was this codependent relationship between her and her home. Like it was so invested in protecting her that its boundaries were like pulled in and really dense, like trying to create this, um, this, in sort of a way, a hug, but almost like out of a fear energy. And so as I was relaying this to her now, I mean, not everybody needs or knows the history of the home, but she actually knew that the, the builder had lived in the home as he was building it and he loved that place and he died in the building process. And those energies were, were there, but the home loved him too. And so it's like the next occupants, I just, I don't want anything to happen to the occupants. <laughs> And so it was had this little distorted view in its own energies of how to protect. And so we needed to release that out of the space. And that was just like, ah, I could breathe. It was stifling her own expansion. And then, yes, we get to the place where, I mean, the home is like an artificial womb. <laughs> right that's what it is it's our little artificial womb space and so when those boundaries were restored and the home could feel it could expand and just be in its loving presence she was more free to expand and her boundaries didn't have to work so hard because it had been depleting her energy and she found herself also like holding on to things right she didn't want to let anything go in the same way the home wanted to hold on to her And she recognized there was kind of this abnormal um, fear because she lived in an area where there are a lot of forest fires, and there are evacuations that happen but it was like over the top, the amount of fear that she had around that so Um, As we did that clearing, it's like, you you know, yes, we're setting the intention that your home is safe and it it doesn't burn. We don't know what's in the bigger picture, though. But if something does happen that you still feel this, this grace presence within you, you know, in whatever rebuilding has to happen, just detaching herself in that way in a healthy way from this old cold codependent energy that she had with the home so Um, Yeah, it's really interesting. We're interacting with our things and our space all the time. Our aura interacts. It helps us receive information from what's going out in the world. And it's impacted by what's happening in our spaces. So the more we can keep that energy clean and clear, the easier it's going to be for us to feel grounded in our space. We have a lot of people that don't feel like they're really embodied within themselves and sometimes it has a relationship to what's going on with the home and the land um, where their presence where they're living at that time and they're not recognizing you know they keep trying to do stuff for themselves and it's like hey we need to do something with your land and home and really support it in coming into its divine nature and the spirit of the home when I'm doing the clearing um, after we've done the clearing we bring in the energies that it's calling for to support itself and to support all the beings that live in the home, not just the people, but the the animals, the plants, um, you know, the crystals, the rock kingdom beings, stone kingdom beings. And it's just always such a joy to see what what this is what the home is calling in. Sometimes it is a specific crystal frequency. Sometimes it's some combination. I just had someone where it was like a winged horse and the springtime goddess was riding upon it. And those frequencies are what the home was calling for um, just to bring back this renewal and enlivenment, but also the strength, you know, holding power and the freedom energy of this winged horse. So yeah, it's always fun to, um, to connect with the homes and see what wants to what needs to be cleared and what wants to come through.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. I love that imagery. That's beautiful.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's always something vivid. And when you describe it, you can feel, I just had someone where a, a dragon blood tree came in, which I'm like dragon blood tree. And then I had to go look it up a bit and just see, you know, remind myself of what that tree was about. Well, it turns out she, she's the first person I've heard who really does this as part of her practice. She burns, dragon blood tree resin as part of her spiritual practice we hear lots about sage and cedar and so on but dragon blood resin resin is one of the things that uh, tree resins that has a cleansing impact and so i didn't know that about her so often there's these connections to the whole tree energy the home was calling in to support her and here she already had this connection with um the resin and the powerful resin of this tree so it's pretty cool
0: so by the way, if anybody has any questions or would like clarification on anything that's shared, please feel free to you know put 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 it in the chat or raise your hand. We're happy to to to, to bring you in. Um, there's a, a comment here in the chat that says you did a clearing for my apartment and building and creek and the nearby areas and park joined in.
2: Yeah. So yeah. Thanks for bringing that in. So when i'm clearing a home if there's any common areas um, for instance people live in condos or apartments and so on because some of what you pay goes into those common areas we get to clear those as well and in this case um, there was a park across the street well that's public land so taxes go within it so there's a permission given within that to be able to support we always ask permission but it was just, does the park want to partake of some of this energy when we do the cleansing? Does it want some of this high vibration? And we just let the beans do that work with the park and help it in being uplifted as well. And similar with the utilities in the home, right? Sometimes we forget about that. You know, where's that water coming in from? What does it pass through? What's what's in those pipes? What's coming through from other um? People as it passes through it route, so that what you were talking about with filters, that's often what I'll do energetically. Is that the um, where the utilities come into the home, the power, the water, and so on, put up a little um, energetic filter there, just to support energetically things coming through uh, cleanly into the, the home, the telecommunications, <laughs> that type of thing. Yeah. Oops, you're I can't hear you, Daniel.
0: Oh, sorry, I forgot to unmute. I find <laughs> plants. Er, I find that plants and herbs don't do well in my home. Is it my poor horticultural skills, or is it something else? Do you get a uh, do you, you get know, a sense for that?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'll answer this generally first, and then I'll tune in there. But I've had uh, definitely experiences. One of the one of the very early home clearings I did. This person's like, I am such a great gardener, but plants will just not live in my home. Like they just don't do well. And her, these plants that she had brought in, she had them in the same area where I was looking at the the vertical pillar going through. And um, I was like, wow, there is some interference energy. And there was actually a portal energy in there. So it was drawing in these energies from other places that um, we're just creating this distortion so we clean that out and then she's like my plants when I followed up with her a month later she's like my plants are living they're doing so well now and I just had someone recently say the same thing she didn't tell her husband she had the home clearing done and then uh, she wrote me after and said he's been commenting on wow like our our plants are doing so well now so um, shall I tune in with Sally's home there and see what's what might be coming in?
1: Absolutely, go for it.
2: Okay, okay, Sally. If that's okay with you, I'm assuming you're asking the question that it's that it's okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Okay. So, Sally, just gonna tune in with your home. I'm gonna look at the energetic um, structure first of all. So, what I'm seeing is the the vertical pillar that I should see. It is coming part way down, but then when it gets down to to more the bottom area of the home. Um, it's actually just, it's like someone kicked it and it's running horizontally and broken there. So it's just kind of hanging on by a, a little bit there. Um, so there's some anger energies that are hanging out in that part of the home. Let's just see if that's from during It's from during the building of the home so yeah your plants are not happy in this anger energy that's hanging out there um there's some sense of um in that anger of being taken advantage of so some betrayal energies in there as well um that are just hanging out in the yeah (laughs) the plants aren't enjoying that right now so it'd be great to get that cleared out you know
0: Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, there was another comment that says that resonates with my home and plants. They don't do. They don't always do well. Same for me with plants in different areas of my living room in an apartment building. And so this kind of brings up kind of a general um, mm-hmm. theme. And what can we do as individuals within our own home to help? restore, invite, balance? Um, of course, you know, bringing someone like yourself in that has experience and, and is able to to help do that. But what could we do individually?
2: Yeah, so everybody that's here, you're here because you're, if you're in this community, it's because you're working on attuning to energies and understanding them within yourselves and your home. So take some time to really um, do your best to attune through your own senses. You know, you might smell something, you might hear something, you might taste something, you might see something, you might just know something. Um, And you can invite in whoever calls to you. I work with the beings of love, light, service, and power, but some people work with angels. Some people work with, I don't, you know, many different types of energies um, to support releasing that out. It is helpful, though, to have someone with experience come in and support you in doing that and understanding what's going on there so that Sometimes what happens, and I, I see this, like when people are saging, yes, it's a beautiful thing to do. All those ceremonial things we do, taking candle through the home, asking it, for, to, it to bring its light in is another way. Um, but sometimes these energies have been there for a long time. They're stagnant. They have their own attachments to the home. Um, they're sticky, they're sticky and they don't wanna go. <laughs> In some cases, they have, uh, like we talked about that codependent nature before, sometimes there's something that's happened in the land where again, it wasn't honored. And it's like, this is my place. Um, And so there's some of these could be anger energy, sometimes there's sadness that's there. um, And so it does help to have someone who's got some experience to come in and support you with that. In the same way that I mean, with pretty much everything, right? If you've got an expert to do your taxes, they get done a lot faster and a lot more effectively than if you don't know what you're doing and are trying to do them yourself. So yeah, it's bringing the light, bringing the attunement um, through your own senses, you know, if you feel comfortable with that, if you're still working on it, then that's always a great time to call someone in. The crystals always like to help. But again, sometimes the, the energies are so thick and dense um, and attached that, um, yeah, it takes a little bit more to, to get them to transform into something that will support you.
0: So I want to get your permission on something. And this is entirely up to you. Um, uh, a lot of people are now jumping in and saying, "Can you check my home? Can you check my home? Can you check my home?" Um, how much of that are you willing and able to do? Um, yes. So I'm the first,
2: to do it. <laughs> Yeah,
0: awesome. So <laughs> yeah. we'll start at the top.
2: Okay, um, tell me who it is, and so I will
0: tune in. Pure brilliance. So are you okay if I use your real name? If you can just put a yes at the bottom, uh, so that she can connect with you uh, via your name. Because I know who you are. Um, so the question is Can you kindly scan my Maltese dog? Is he picking up on the anger in the family environment and the gastrointestinal issues that some of the family members have? So and that's a
2: yes. That's a yeah. yes. Most animals, I'll tell you this from a human design perspective, um, most animals are designed as reflectors, we call them, which means their energy centers are open to take in, to take in from the people, from the environment. They are to reflect back to you things that are going on with you or with, you know, the energy of the environment. So they're, they're often um, absolutely. And that's scanning high for your Maltese. Yep.
0: And so if it's helpful for you to connect with her energy, her name is Ilaria. Um, Any recommendations that you can give to to help with the dog?
1: Well, we'll just set up a nice little
2: vortex around your dog now and just support it in releasing some of the anger energies and we'll set up a little vortex, a big vortex around the home. And just support it in releasing anger. And we've got so many beautiful divine beings here. So together, if you just send the light of your heart into that space, support releasing the anger energies for the home, for the dog. Okay, and just to let you know as well, anger gets amplified in that home because there's some residue of it existing in the land that's been there since before the home was built, before the building was there. So what happens is when these energies are there, present already, they get amplified in us.
1: So there's it'd be great just
2: to get a, a full clearing done of that space.
0: Awesome. Hopefully that's, that's helpful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. are you okay if we if we go to the next one?
2: Sure. Yep.
0: Um, okay. So this is from Melissa. Any chance you could check my space as well. I love gardening and plants inside too since childhood, but in this space of a foster and so much, I think not planting this year, so much energy wasted. Love a house check, please. I keep clearing, but something isn't shifting.
2: Yeah, that right away, as you were speaking, there's a lot of sadness in that space.
1: I'm just gonna check with the home, the spirit of the home.
2: Yeah, it's. Um, I'm seeing this energy up high in the home space, and it's almost like tears falling down into the space. So we'll just support support now and releasing some of that sadness.
1: Uh, this is during the building
2: of the structure. Somebody was carrying a deep, deep um, grief. And loss energy there. So you may find yourself, Melissa, sometimes wondering, like just going into some melancholy yourself. Um, some people have that in their design, their human designs as well, to drop into melancholy. There's nothing wrong. But again, it's, it's being amplified um, by the, the home space here. And when these come up now, they come up now because they're, they're ready to go. They're ready to go the joy to be restored and the vitality so the growth can occur there
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah beautiful next one is from sue senden who says goodness you are welcome to check into my house lots <laughs> of ghosts and activity also a safe yeah. place
1: yeah
2: Well, first of all, Sue, um, yeah, there's a lot of love flowing through your home. I'm just gonna look at that central pillar, that grounding. No, I'm not bad there, but the boundaries are
1: off. So let me just see there.
2: Yeah, I'm just seeing this kind of distortion in the boundaries. Like, um, oh, I don't want to say wilting, but it's kind of like they're like this (laughs) instead of this nice, healthy, strong, resilient boundary. um, Yeah, kind of this waffly, wishy-washy. That's the word I'm looking for, wishy-washiness in the boundaries. Um, And so, for the energies that are are moving through there. What's happening, I've seen this before, um, they come because they know it's safe haven, but the, the wishy-washiness that's existing within the boundaries and the space is not supporting them in transforming, transitioning, that's the word I'm looking for, into transitioning so they can move to their next place, space, reconnect with the soul self, if that's what they're there to do. So there's just some healing that needs to um, occur in the boundaries. Let me just see when this came from. Yeah, this is before the birth of the, the building. So this is energy. This washy washy energy was existing there already um you may find for yourself how that might be playing out is um indecision coming in
0: yeah (laughs) excellent uh sandra had a strong sense of cigarette smoke for a full day no one smokes here are you able to tap into what or who that might have been
2: Let's just see Sandra for years. Isn't it funny, hey, how those things come in? And it's like, oh, something's here. They're letting me know. <laughs> oh, goodness, all right, so.
1: Okay, so this is an energy um, from before, before the building of the home was there.
2: Interesting. Um, This energy feels like it was transient that went through in terms of the the cigarette smoke. But what I'm seeing is that um, there's something in the land there that is um, it's like a way stop. That's the word I want to use there. It's like a, uh, oh my gosh, Um, like a place where you can stop when you're passing through. (laughs) yep and just get revitalized and so you'll need to make what I'm hearing is you can make a decision whether you want that still
1: to be or not
2: consciously because there's an energy there that you actually get to consciously determine now whether you want to be this source of um Or your land, this source of renewal, revitalization for these spirits that are moving through or not. And that one was just letting you know it was there. (laughs) And I know it's not a very, it's, there's actually gratitude in that, but it's, um, yeah, I'm not a fan of cigarette smoke, but but it was kind of their way of letting you know, yep, I'm there. Um, Obviously, it was time for you to know that this is part of the energy of the the land for you to work with or for you it's almost like a little portal energy or for you to close okay
0: yeah and so sue had a follow-up question um which was how do i strengthen the wishy-washy boundaries
2: yeah so um this is wishy-washiness that needs to be cleared out of the land and also i'm going to say the um the energetic, the atmosphere. <laughs> that's the best way for me to describe it. The atmosphere of the space above the land. Um, so it's either, I mean, that's obviously something that I can support you with. Let me see if there's anything specific that's coming in for you to do. Um, it's really, Sue, do you have? Um, there's tree, like the strength of tree energy wants to come in and support you. Do you have um, trees around you? If you're on live, do you wanna unmute yourself and just talk to me?
0: We can do that, Sue, if you (laughs) wanna.
3: Sure, hon, I am so sorry. I'm not thinking about oh that. Yeah, um, there's some really, really couple hundred year old um, trees in the front that they didn't tear down when they built the house. Um, And in the back,
2: I've let it just go tree wild. Okay, yes. So this is the ancient ones. So it's those big trees that you can call on to support the energy. Ask them, you want to go out and honor those trees and ask them to support um, the boundaries of the home in giving them strength and resilience because the trees are so great with that. There's that beautiful ancient wisdom that they can pull on. So you're you want to be asking both the spirit of the home and these trees to strength to support strengthening the boundaries of this space. Um, yeah, so that it's not this wishy-washy energy. Once the strengthening has occurred. Um, these trees, okay, so now it's becoming clear. I'm glad we got a chance to talk. So once these boundaries are strengthened, um, those trees will actually be the transitional portals for these spirits. So then the next step is you're gonna invite the spirits that you feel in the home to to the tree and the tree to be that beautiful being. um, They're all connected into the cosmic tree energy that goes on. i, from, and I okay. love trees i've loved yeah. trees oh my god <laughs> i love. feel oh, that love. that's why i said i'm there. a tree <laughs> freak <laughs> so much love in your home right
3: like that well a, i okay. i made a comment that this house was built as a wedding present from the husband to his bride okay. so it was built with a lot of a lot of love and they loved their kids and they yeah. were just you know there was so much joy here and all and they're all here they're all still here and yeah. i'm very happy to let them stay they just can't smoke. Tell that to Sandra, <laughs> you just tell them you can't smoke. <laughs>
2: yeah, no smoking area. Yeah. No, I mean, so they don't even need to be there. They just they can um working with the trees, act as a portal for their own transition. Well,
3: I don't want to kick them out. This
2: is, you know, this is but if, if it's for them, right? Because it's yeah. it's for them. If it's for the highest good, that they because some of them just don't know what to do. Oh, no, they've chosen to be here and
3: guard the house, actually, because there were some people in here that the neighbors told me were driven nuts by the ghosts. Mm. You have to love the house to be able to live here. And let me ask you one other thing that may affect the the sort of wishy-washy. I have some neighbors that are just really full of a lot of hate, Mm -hmm. and Mm. they're always throwing crap in my yard and doing things. Is that something that affects that at all?
2: Well, it's it's playing off each other because it's almost like the wishy-washiness that's been in the boundaries. It's like, you know, it, it sends a vibration to them that, hey, it's OK to do this.
3: Well, I, I spoke to them and they stopped. It's a it's an employment agency and their people are yeah. very disrespectful. So yeah. they've begun to, you know, I spoke to them and whatnot,
2: but yeah. I but believe the energy of that. Right. Yes. You had to go and speak to them yeah. to get it to stop. But mm-hmm. the energy was kind of that wishy washyness was kind of saying, "Oh, it's okay to disrespect." Okay, all property. right. So you okay, stood up trees, for right? you right? got work, yeah. I got <laughs> exactly. baby trees, old trees, all the
3: trees. I've got trees everywhere, and yep. the neighbors complained to the weed board that um, I had, you know, too many trees. And the guy came over and he said, "God, I love it. You're making up for where we're tearing down too
2: many." And it's yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it's really for you just calling on them. They love to be of service. I mean, that's the plant kingdom mm-hmm. beings are they are. They're they sacrifice so much for us in a positive way. You know, yeah. they know they're that. So beautiful. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so they just you just need to be specific with the intention around this now. And mm-hmm. they can support you with that. Yeah. And and one one other silly little thing is I've so,
0: first Sorry, this is Daniel. Is it okay if we move on because there's a lot of questions?
3: Oh, okay. Never mind. I was just going to say, this is the first building built, and I just wondered if there'd been any Potawatomi's living on this land. This is part of the uh, Missouri River
2: floodplain back in the old days. Uh, It doesn't feel so much like living on as moving through. Yeah, they did that too.
3: Okay. Thank you with
2: blessings. This is wonderful. You You are fantastic. Thank you, Sue.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Thank you, Sue. And so the next question comes in from Jackie, who says, I am planning on painting my walls in my home this summer. Can you please tap in and see what colors my home wants, needs, or would benefit from?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So let's just see Jackie what's coming in. Mm, okay, so um, the air element, your air elemental of your home is really like speaking up. <laughs> and so something in those blue tones, you know, think about the sky energy and all the different shades of blue in there. So whichever of that resonates with you personally, you want to feel because there'll be a connection, right? You'll connect in um, and ask the home to support you in in connecting with the um the shade that's coming through and um, somewhere in there, there's a pop of really vibrant color that wants to come in. And maybe you know where that is in the home. So maybe it's just like one of those, what do they call them, feature walls or whatever, Um, but something just vibrant. And again, allow yourself to feel in. I'm not getting for that a specific color. I'm just getting vibrant. I wanna be vibrant. (laughs) (laughs) And just allow have a little pop of that color of that uh, vibrancy essence come in, it's going to make you smile, is what I'm hearing. So when you're looking at the colors, and maybe it's something where you thought, ooh, that would be too bold, or I don't know if I want to do that, but it's going to bring a smile to your face every time you see that and I feel the whole home getting uplifted with that. Making me smile.
0: (laughs) Beautiful. The next one is from Melissa, who says that her dog has a wound that won't heal. Asked for a house clearing. Can you check if that's the issue of non-healing, please?
2: I didn't, I didn't understand the part about asked for a house clearing. So
0: my, my interpretation of that is that the dog asked for a house clearing, or she asked for a house clearing because of the dog but there's been a house clearing that has taken place.
2: Oh, there's been a house clearing.
0: That's the impression that I get. Melissa, if you, if you wanna clarify, my house was also first built and builder lived here first. I did ceremonies and indigenous previously lived. I feel there's a boundary issue as well. Neighbors complain about my trees and artwork and city continuously.
2: That same person?
0: It seems to be, yes.
2: Yeah, there's a real, um, just in that last part you were saying, this came in right away, there's a real, um, we were talking about that protective energy earlier, kind of that, you know, the defensive, right, <laughs> What that we don't want. It's like this standoffish, like arms crossed, um, ready to fight um, kind of energy and almost like sticking to a position and not being willing to here, this is the energy that I'm feeling in the the boundaries, kind of like that really this possessiveness and so they're, they're very thick and dense and it's not supporting you in terms of having that resilience and allowing the expansion. It feels like um, it's creating this very mm, closed in type of energy within your home. Um, And I can feel it irritating the auras of the beings within the home, the aura of your dog, the aura of yourself. Um, It's creating irritation there. So that's the energy that, whew, let me just see where that, where that um, came from. During, during. It's like land uh, lines being drawn in the sand. So I don't know what was going on there between like, you know, who was building on that property and the adjacent areas. Um, But yeah, there's some real defensive um, energy there.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Thank you. Kiara asks, can you check my house as well? Something weird is here. It's weird because the three of us feel bad when we stay at home. It's like the house is drying our energy out.
2: Yeah, yeah, let's just see. And sorry, what was the name? Kiara. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. The vertical column, like it's not even coming down at all. It comes down just a a small little bit and then it's um, going horizontal instead of coming straight down. So it's creating a lot of instability in the space, um, a feeling of not being safe and secure. There is anger that's sitting in there that, uh, you know, if I try and bring the column back, it's like, no way (laughs) I'm not going into that Um, energy. And there's a dynamic plane in there of um, under that of manipulation through guilt. So this guilt energy may be what you're sensing in there um, that kind of makes you guys feel like off, um, off when you're in that space. So let me just see when this is um, the root of this. Huh, we're having a fair number today that are, a lot of times it's before the building was uh, created, but this is another one that is during, during the building um, process. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some, um, whatever was going on there in the building, it's almost like guilting someone into doing something within that building process, or at least doing it in that space that um, was not in integrity. And so there's guilt there, there's anger and resentment on the other side. Uh, The other one that was involved feeling forced to um, do what was being demanded of them. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no wonder that feels sticky and yucky in there, right? Eh? <laughs> so we'll just send a little light in to support releasing that now, but um, yeah, consider consider getting the clearing done there if, if it resonates with you,
0: Kiara. Yeah, thank you. So Melissa, I see that you've got a couple of comments on the bottom. Um, I, I wanna come back to you, but I also wanna give a chance to others. Um, but one thing that I do wanna ask and follow up with Melissa um, the dog with the healing issues what can she do to help heal this what's causing the healing restriction that the dog is experiencing
2: well it's that irritation that i was talking about where the boundaries being so thick it's irritating i mean the, the dog again remember that the dogs amplify most of the time they're reflecting the energies um so it's playing out in the dog more than it's playing out in the rescue, although that irritation is there. So let's just see if there's something in at least for now that we can do to support the dog. Your dog and its healing. Ah, well, let's just wrap it in some beautiful grace light to begin. And again, our heart, our heart exudes a light that is so powerful. So we'll just ask everyone that's here. To just send some beautiful light to support the healing of that dog. And to release um, with these energies going on and there's it not understanding what's going on. There's some fear energy that your little dog is holding. So we'll just support in releasing fear.
1: and shoring up its own aura auric field.
2: And then for Melissa, for you, it's also supporting you in like any of the fear, any of the irritation energies as they get released out of your system, that's also gonna support the dog so set your intention to do some work in releasing that um, but it'd be great to get the home cleared so that we get at the source of this too. get those boundaries back in shape
0: thank you for that yeah uh karen asks or comments i love my home which is at least 100 years old but i feel like there's something the land has to share with me I feel too close to the situation to adequately interpret it. Is there anything you can share that would be amazing? Thank you.
2: Yeah, Karen. So let's just see what your land has to say. There's a real sense of um, integrity in the land of this space. Yeah, lots of love in the home too, Karen. So thank you for what you've brought into it and um, allowing it to support you. There's a little bit of old um, hmm, where I was saying there's, I feel like this integrity in the land, there's just a little bit of Mm, Just one piece. It's almost like one, the energy of one soul, one spirit um, that was not honored. And so there's a request being made there of bringing honor, um, asking for that soul to be released to, mm, to make its transition to be reclaimed with the rest of its soul self. And so it's just letting you know that um, it's really for you in just doing a conscious honoring of that land and setting that intention, setting that intention that um, that one who was not honored feels itself held in love, in honoring, knowing it is valued, that its spirit is of value. And just allowing it to really soak that up. And asking, just asking the divine to hmm, reclaim, return that energy back to its soul self. So some of that's already happening now. But um, if you can physically do a little ceremony, that would be awesome in whatever way it comes through to you. Whether that's, you know, a little tobacco, whether that's fire, it feels like you're going to know what to do now that you know what the, what that little message is in there. So, yeah. Let me know how it goes.
0: Oh, sorry. I was muted. Uh, so <laughs> <That's> Karen, <okay. laughs> Karen uh, just wrote um, that uh, she has goosebumps and that she's grateful. Yeah,
1: you're welcome.
0: Thank you very much. Um, Hilaria would like to know if you can also help clear limiting distortions and shackles that limit the human identity embodiment process to an optimal spirit human identity connection.
2: Yeah, so you're talking outside of not, not the home now, but the individual. Is that right? Uh,
0: I, I get the impression that she's talking about herself. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's feeling into connecting with your higher self is what I typically would do and just determine where, where in your timeline is this rooted? Yeah, these energies are playing out within your system now. But, you know, where are they? Are they from a past life? Are they from ancestral lineage? Um, With that type of thing, there can definitely be a crossover as well. Mm. Can you read that to me again?
0: Yeah, let me let me go back to it. Thanks. Do you also clear limiting distortions shackles that limit the human identity embodiment process to an optimal spirit human identity connection?
2: Yeah, I just the, the shackle needed I just needed to hear something with that. So, yeah, and I can say for you right around your heart. You know those old like ankle shackles, those circular ones? It's like there's one clamped around your heart there that's um, really interfering with your heart and the light of your heart expanding in the way that it wants to. So it's still feeling, um, mm, yeah, your heart being shackled before birth, past life, Mm, quite far back. 72 past lives ago is where this is um, rooted in. And this is, um, I'm seeing you as a man in that lifetime who was enslaved. I'm seeing the shackles around the ankles, um, around the wrists being, um, doing forced labor, very, very heavy physical labor that was completely out of alignment with the, the gifts that you had in that time. Um, not being able to pursue those. And so that just needs to be broken right up for you. (laughs) Let that go. Yeah. Thank
0: Thank you you for that. Uh, The next question or request is from Parjanya, and I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that. Again, with plants not doing well, many people in this apartment building are negative, critical, needy, unhappy. Will you please scan my apartment space?
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Lots of projections flying around (laughs) that apartment building. So, yeah, I totally get what you're talking about with all the the criticisms and, um, yeah, unhappiness that's going on there. Let's just check with your apartment, though. Yeah, so what's happened is that instead of seeing a nice vertical column and the, the grounding um, of your apartment, so when it's in an apartment or a condo, Um, The building itself has its own grounding, but so does in each individual unit. Each individual unit has its own um, deva, its own spirit of the the home, as does the the building. So all of the energy that would normally be used to hold that strong um, grounding and vertical column is being diverted into the boundaries of the home um, to try and protect it from all these projections of energy going around. Um, This is where the training of the home, um, the spirit of the home in how to do the process of energetic clearing and releasing and renewal would really help the space because then it doesn't have to divert. It can maintain that full, strong structure and um, the resilience of the boundaries then will help like bounce things off. (laughs) Whereas right now it just looks like every criticism comes in like a, um, oh my gosh, like I guess an asteroid would hit the earth, like trying to put a crater in it. And then the homes thinking it has to like divert more energy to maintaining, you know, the boundaries there and keeping these energies out instead of um, digesting them. And so I don't know if you have digestive issues, but I mean, because our energies play with the energies of the the home, it hasn't learned how to metabolize, right? And so when we do the work with the home, it's supporting the spiritual immune system of the home, right? In the same way that our immune system, which our digestive system supports as well, taking in what's healthy, Eliminating what's not, right? It's this continual flow that we want to be occurring. Okay.
0: Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, Sherry would like to know if the gnomes have a message.
2: <laughs> See what your elementals have for you. So Sherry, is that what it is? Yes. Sherry, okay. Mm, so Sherry, let's just see what the gnomes want to bring through for you. Mm, they are really encouraging you um, <laughs> to walk upon the earth in bare feet. And I see them um, tickling the bottom of your feet. And when they're doing that, it's, um, it's deepening your connection with the Gaia energy, with yourself, knowing the messages that wanna come through the gnomes. But if you do that consciously now, walk upon the earth and be asking you know, the gnomes to work, of course they work with the physical, you know, the, the structural elements. So to work with the structural, okay, So as I'm talking, it's coming through Um, to work with the structural elements. So we're going to tap into your personal gnome now, your personal body elemental gnome, along with the the the, the gnomes of the earth um, to communicate with each other, to fortify and um, bring greater resilience to the structure of your feet chakras. And as that occurs, and that energy can flow more through your feet, um, you're going to have a whole new connection with the earth and with the messages that are are directly coming through to you from the earth. It's very cool what I'm seeing. So call on. You want to set that intention with your personal gnome, your body gnome, um, to support the structure. And then also, if you're walking barefoot, I hope you're in a place um, the snow i'm in calgary so the snow has gone (laughs) we're actually getting some springtime weather although we might get snow next week a little bit um yeah hopefully you're in a place where you can just do a little bit of barefoot walking on the earth and call upon the gnomes of the earth and your personal body gnome to work together to fortify and bring greater resilience um and open up the structure of your feet
0: chakras that's beautiful yeah very cool (laughs) And so there's a few kind of, you know, thank you notes. Uh, Sue says, thanks so much. My trees are very happy to be needed and uh, being asked to be put to work. Yeah. Um, Ilaria says, thank you so much. Very grateful for this. Uh, Sherry mentioned that the gnomes are so very much there and around the house with hearts. Jackie says, thank you for the colors. I was leaning towards a soft blue and you have verified what she was feeling and thinking. Uh, Parjana says, thank you, Margot. Yes, I have digestive issues, leaky gut, et cetera. This is illuminating, love, Parjana. And then Raquel says, just curious. Is there anything in my house needs to tell me I believe I had either one or two visitors who woke me up a few nights ago. It did not feel threatening. I heard a voice on my left side said, mommy, mommy, in Spanish, like trying to wake me up. The other was a sound more like something exploding. I haven't heard anything else since then.
2: Hmm. So let's just see if this is this was just transitional. Yeah, this feels like it was just transitional. So um, what I'm hearing from the house is applause (laughs) for you and picking up on the messages and being tuned into it. Um, It's almost like, uh, okay, like you're your senses are getting finer and finer attuned to messages coming through. And um, so there's a a happiness that I'm feeling from the spirit of the home. And I think what's going to happen is that um, you're going to start directly communicating more and more one on one with your home and you guys can all do this right consciously make an effort. And you might not think anything's coming through. But again, remember to attune through all of your senses. And if you're not, if you haven't done a lot of intuitive work before, like, okay, just go through them. Am I seeing anything? Am I hearing anything? Am I sensing anything? Am I tasting anything? Am I smelling anything? I love that smell came in today with the smoke and so on because we often forget about our clair olfactants and our clair gustatory abilities, you know through taste, through um, smell. And a lot of people I see when I look at their human designs and I remind them I say, you know, you have the gate of the nose, like smell, you know you smell truth and lies, you smell when things are off and then all of a sudden the light bulb goes on. they're you're right. And I'm like, you can trust it. So yeah, Um, so everybody, I would just encourage you to start um, bringing gratitude to your homes if you haven't already, start connecting in with them, know that they've got their personal elementals, Um, you know, their personal gnome and undine, uh, which is the water elemental, the sylph is the air elemental, and the salamander is the fire elemental, and the salamander is, it's given that name because of the flicking of the tail. Um, They don't necessarily look like the reptile salamanders, (laughs) often to me that looks like more of a flicking um, flame. And um, yeah, let the home know that you're open, if you are, of course, if you are, if you're open to it, to communicating with it and what it wants to bring through um, to support you, it might let you know what needs to be cleared out. And um, yeah, please, please reach out if you need support with that.
0: And this is a good um, segue, and there's a couple little things that I'll just kind of um, mention. Uh, so Sherry says, "Wow, I will." Uh, given the recommendations that you sent to her, uh, very cool. Thank you. Um, and she said uh, and she also says a little bit later on, "So fun." Um, And Raquel says, thank you. Absolutely, Margo. I will reach out to you. And this is a good segue for me to say, talk to us about your free offer and your special invitation. Talk to us about how people can connect with you and and, and work with you.
2: Yeah, so um, you can connect with me. My email address is margo at margogfraser.com. You can find me on Facebook. I'm not the biggest social media person, but I am on Facebook. Um, self-discovery through nature is my business page. Margot G. Fraser, self-discovery through nature. And yes, I put together a special offer for you guys for um, home clearing and also working with your elemental team uh, within your home. So this um, gosh, there's a few different parts of this. So there's an orientation call that you'll get to listen into where I start bringing in and introducing you to some of the cleansing energies that I use um, in working with the home in the private session. Um, There's there's three pre-session meditations that you'll do to start you and connecting in with your home in a bigger way Um, you're going to be connecting in with that vertical column with the grounding with the boundaries starting to bring honoring to those um, beautiful energetic structures of your home Um, and then you're going to have a private session with me and this is where we do both the cleansing clearing the home the land under the home, we go right down to that ball of light in the center of Mother Earth, just cleansing, renewing. Um, Often when that's happening, I'm seeing how happy the elementals in the earth are at doing that, all the plant kingdom beings, the animals, the other um, beings of the home. How we set it up is that um, we set you up as being kind of the proxy for all the other beings. So as I'm cleansing from the home, we also bring those energies in with your permission to cleanse out of your system. Cause again, you're always interacting and you being the proxy that's cleansing out of all the other beings supporting them. And then the spirit of the home will tell me what it wants to bring in, in terms of high vibration frequencies to restore it. Those structures that I talked about, a lot of times if there's been a lot of distortion in them, or sometimes I don't even see them there at all anymore, we'll scaffold in new structures and so as we bring in the high frequency vibrations and fill those up, Um, We build out those new structures and then just fill the whole home with those uh, high vibration energies. The home set is called in. And then we do a beautiful heart to heart connection between you and the spirit of your home. Just let you receive any messages that it has for you. Always there's a lot of love and gratitude for it um, and from it. And then we connect uh, heart to heart with each of your elementals of the home. So you can start working um, with them as well. And we show the home how to do the cleansing process going on, um, how to release lower level energies, how to do kind of that energetic housekeeping. And then it makes it really fun, too. So when you're doing your physical housekeeping of the home, you can say, "Okay, home, Deva, let's go. Elementals, let's go. Let's do the energetic clearing as well. And um, they'll support with that on an ongoing basis. We also, I've um, put in a um, post-session meditation to support you as well as a post-session workshop. And this is on collaborating with your elemental team, the way that you can call on your homes gnome and undine and sylph and salamander um, to work with you with the energies of the home and keeping them nice and clear and bringing some fun to it too right we want those those things that maybe are a little more mundane um you know the cleaning tasks and the things we have to get done in the home um bringing more joy to them when you're working with your elemental teams so yeah so that is all part of the package um if you need i think i've Just because I haven't figured it out yet on my website. Um, There's a single payment on there, but I am more than happy to do payment plans with people. Um, And so if you want to set that up, you just email me and um, no problem at all. So, yeah, so that's $188. Again, break it down if you like, if you feel drawn to that. Um, I'd love to work with you in your home. So, yeah, that's kind of how you can reach me and um, stay in touch.
0: Awesome. And so again, just as a as a reminder, the free offer um, also puts you in contact with her list. So it allows Margot to be able to share information with you as well. Uh, the special offer, I mean, you heard her describe. There's so much information there. Um, incredible experience and opportunity to, to connect with Margot and work with her directly. Um, There was a question uh, of clarification of your email address. So that is Margo at MargoGFraser.com. Yep,
2: it's correct Um, in the chat box there. So,
0: yeah. Um, And like I say, for whatever the reason, if you just go to the website of this event and you click on the free offer, you subscribe to her list, then you will definitely be in in contact with her directly. so thank you for that. Yeah. Um, let me say more about the body scan gateways. Sue would like to know more about the body scan gateways.
2: About the body scan gateway. So I'm not sure exactly what you're
1: asking there, Sue. Hmm.
2: Do you wanna say something, Sue? <laughs> Do you wanna unmute yourself? Cause I'm not quite clear on what you're asking
3: it was the it's the chart that you have when you do the body oh um,
2: human design yeah human design yeah i
3: you know brain <laughs> brain <fart>. yes <laughs> yeah
2: no, no problem yeah so human design is a map of your genetic energetic wiring there's a huge amount of information in there um it shows me the the genetic char- characteristics and qualities that you have but also the places where the shadow mind likes to jump in and take you off track (laughs) where the openness is in your chart. It's really, everybody has some openness. It's where we take in from others. So we're both transmitters. We have things in us that are consistent and reliable that we transmit out. We have places within us that are open that we take in and it's supposed to be for taking the wisdom, but the not self mind likes to think that that's who we should be. And so we often get taken off track. It supports you in understanding who you are at a deeper level and who you're not, so that you can just let the mind let go of trying to be that, stop the comparer, right? The mind loves to compare. It gives you your strategy for reducing resistance in life. It gives you your decision-making authority, right? We don't, we shouldn't be making decisions from the mind. Our body has a way of giving us a yes or no. So for example, I'm um, a manifesting generator. It's called, I have to wait to respond. I'm not here to initiate. And in fact, only 10% of people are here to initiate even though the world says everybody should be out there making it happen. Um, And I'm emotionally defined. I go through my emotional ups and downs and I I can't make a decision uh, until I come to neutral in that. So I have to wait to respond and I have to let the wave pass through. And then I can see that in my chart too the places that, um, again, can pull me off track. There's lots of deeper places that you can go and in incarnation cross reading, which is about purpose in life, um, social profile, which is about how do you interact in a family in a group. Um, but until you have kind of the foundation reading and, and have attuned to your own decision making um, method, the rest is kind of fodder. But I let you know, yeah, look at the nose or the taste or whatever your cognition is um for me it's feeling you know the feel of something supports my decision making process as well so yeah i have a little bit about that on um, my website my website's not very built out yet but um, mostly because i've just been super busy but um, i do have the foundation design information on my website
0: yeah well thank you for clarifying that Um, (laughs) So we have about 10 minutes left um, and I would love to kind of give you an opportunity to kind of share anything else that you would like to share with us, anything that comes from your heart or that you feel you would love to emphasize or bring up or, or anything else. Um, there's a month, there's a bunch of people that I've been saying thank yous and sending hearts and yeah. blessings and, um, people that are going to connect with you directly because they love your energy. Um, so thank you so much for everything that you've shared with us. Um, but I would love to, again, give you the opportunity to kind of just kind of settle within the whole conversation and, and come back to, you know, what would your spirit team like to share with us? What would you like to share with us that's relevant for us to hear and, and experience?
2: Yeah. So, um, <laughs> first of all, what's coming through? I'm just uh, tuning to the 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 group and to your homes as a whole. Um, there's so much love and gratitude coming from the homes for even just being here. you were you're here for a reason to hear this. Um, whether it's to work with me or just to understand your home's energy um, in a bigger way, to really have you understand um the different places where energy can get kind of stuck and trapped that it you know it can be something that's filtering up from the land from old old energies from the building of the home from you know the occupants things that have happened as, as you've been there or previous occupants of the space and what's going on around you um the homes really want you to know that um they want to be these beautiful um, artificial wombs (laughs) for you to to hold you. Sometimes they just need a little bit of help and a little bit of uh, support with that for them to kind of really understand um, their own operation. Hmm. Uh, Properties, those of you that have um, lands with property, Yeah, I'm just feeling so much excitement and gratitude from the land, from the elementals. We brought the trees in today. So the trees and the plants and the flowers. Um, Daniel, you brought in the crystals at the beginning, the crystal kingdom beings that um, they are all there supporting you, wanting to work with you. And what I'm really hearing from them is trust. Trust your knowings, trust those little hits that come in, right? The the mind wants to dismiss them, but that little, you know, it just comes in the moment often, just a little impression or a little knowing. And I think the knowing is probably the most difficult one. For the mind to get on board with the shadow mind, because there's no facts, there's no, you know, experiences, it's just knowings that come in. And again, um, I don't think I've ever seen a human design chart that doesn't have any individual circuitry in it that that is about knowing. And so it's fostering that trust um, within yourself through your intuitive um, channels. Mm, through what wants to come in for you, the the homes, the plants, the crystals, they are always, um, almost always, open to communicate with us. And I want to say almost because sometimes they're, um, mm, have another role to play. So I think most of you will know this with the crystals, with the plants and so on. If you're like selecting something um, you see a stone that you're really drawn to, please make sure you check in with it. You know, ask it if it's something you want to take home. <laughs> ask it if it, uh, it, it gets its permission. Um, again, you'll just get a little niggle within yourself that's a, a yes or a no. Um, I can think of times I, I do a lot of um, canoe trips. I'm going to be on a, a one-week trip next week, actually, in our Grasslands National Park in Saskatchewan. Um, but often I go far, far up north, um, and I can remember one time, people are like gathering caribou antlers and so on, and I was just getting a no to it. And you just have to respect that. Even if the mind is craving, ooh, I want that thing, I want that stone, I want that plant, I want that whatever it is. Um, If in the heart you're getting a no, to leave it. And take that with you when you go, if you're selecting plants, you know, for gardening, if you're going to a garden store, attune, right? There's going to be certain plants that are more attuned with your frequency, your energy, and you'll just get drawn to them. Maybe they just like in your vision, they just like sparkle in some way. Um, They're going to let you know, they're going to let you know, or the fragrance of it, you know, it's just like, that one (laughs) is calling to me. So I encourage you to connect in with nature in a deeper way. Um, Hmm. Okay, Mother Gaia is kind of speaking up here too now and just reminding us that um, some of the things that look like quote unquote disasters to us or our mind perceives as bad are just little readjustments that she has to make. She's really calling on us to see the beauty in the things that we have aversions to. Right, the things that we kind of turn away from to actually turn back to them. And what's the message in that? Because that's going to really help us to break through our fears and the things that are holding us back. There's something in that for us. So that was a good reminder. It's not always getting pulled towards, I mean, or connecting with the things that bring us joy, but also looking at the things that we really have an aversion to, because there are big, big lessons in those. So I just want you all to know that, um, yeah you've got beautiful spirits here. <laughs> this container feels so full of love and light. So thank you all for being here today and um, connecting with me and sharing with me and letting me share with you. It's super fun for me to um, support you in your homes. And um, yeah, it's always an honor to be of service. So I think that's what's coming through. So thank you,
0: Daniel. Beautiful. Thank Hi. you. There's one little follow-up question that um, I want to honor, which is from Melissa, is the timing right to create a garden on this property and possibly sell plants at the farmers market or not this year?
2: Okay, so let's break that into two (laughs) because there's actually two questions in there. So the first one is, is it the time this year for a garden? So we
1: just wanna know for the highest good of all for Melissa. So that's a yes. So farmer's market this year. Uh, that's not scanning
2: as high. So it feels like this year is establishing the garden and what you really want it to be and getting that all laid out and then it's it's feeling more like next year for really getting into the the farmers market yeah
0: well thank you for that appreciate it and so margot and everyone else that that um participated in in the session thank you for being here um i i am always honored and grateful to be uh in your presence and um Thank you for being part of this, this wonderful experience with us. I uh, am kind of speechless, to be honest with you. I, I other than saying thank you so much, um, this has been amazing. You're so generous with your, uh, with your love. Um, it's, it's inspiring and, and I'm very touched. So thank you. Thank you. Um, For everybody else, thank you, guys. Um, We will see you in 30 minutes for our next session with Aurora. Um, She's going to be jumping in at the top of the hour. As always, there's a link in your email that you will get um, at 30 minutes past the hour uh, for that session. Um, Until next time, uh, being spirit, being human, and simply being from love. And I will see you all very soon.
2: Bye,
1: everyone.
0: (laughs) Thank you for being part of this incredible experience. We hope that this session has inspired a new level of understanding within you, allowing you to expand more easily into the essence of your true self and become an even more powerful alchemist in your own life. We invite you to listen to the session again and again in order to go deeper each time and expand even more, have it be via the replays or the unlimited access package. If you have enjoyed being part of this event, we invite you to tell your friends so that they can join us in the future. We are grateful that you are here and we thank you for co-creating this experience with us. Until next time, we leave you.